Happy Thursday, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. In today's episode, I want to take the time to just really talk and pour into you as to why I may sound like a broken record, but I don't care. I really want to just instill in you the importance of taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Those are so important because I truly feel that without those four areas that you're really working on, I think they all they all come together for one, you know? And so when we're not working on one, I see how it can affect other areas in our life, right? So I really want to break down and just, you know, empower you, encourage you to really want to do some work in these areas because whether you think you may just need one and not the other, they all really matter. They're all really important and they're truly important in my life. And I've seen a drastic difference in my life and in my perspective in just working in these areas. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Alrighty. So before we get started, if you have not joined in on our Facebook community group, we have a group called Moms Breaking Chains on Facebook. It's a community of other moms and that are in recovery. So any questions, anything you have, any I, I always invite women that that's an open community. That is our community, not mine. Uh, it belongs to y'all. So as one, you know, if you ever feel like you need the support, you need other moms that are on the journey with you trying to like better themselves and be the chain breakers of their family, you can go ahead and join that group. So another thing is if you've been a listener for now for a few episodes, if you could please go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts, it would really help to grow this show so that we can continue to reach moms all over the world that are on the same mission as you as well. And just to give you a heads up, this Sunday we will be having another mini empowerment call. If you are on that Facebook community group, I would put the invite. It's a free mini empowerment session that we're going to do. So you can go ahead and join in on that and get the opportunity to actually see my face <laughs> um, and hear what it, what message we have uh, for you. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So I'm really excited to, uh, I started doing empowerment calls a couple of weeks ago. I didn't do one this last Sunday, but I'm back on it this Sunday. And yeah, so we're going to go ahead and do that. But anyways, join the Facebook community group. All of the links are below in the show notes. All right, let's go ahead and get into the episode today. All right, so 
getting into talking about these four areas that are extremely important. And I talk about how I really feel that they all come in handy together. So when we're talking about like the emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical, I just really see how they all tie into one another. And, you know, one thing that I noticed in this, in this timing for, for myself. So like, I know I've, I've shared that I've, you know, I've been on the journey to help. I've been a trainer, a certified trainer at the end of this year will be a decade that I've been a certified trainer. And it's amazing, you know, because I've worked in the field for about nine years, but I've been certified for about 10 years, right? Well, it will be 10 years at the end of this year. But I'm just like, you know, it's something that I'm really passionate about. You know, I really love to help women. And along, not that long ago, before I left my job that I was at, I was at an actual uh, commercial gym. And when I left, I... I knew that there was something more that I wanted. And and what I, I knew what was missing was like a lot of the women that I was training weren't getting the breakthroughs that I wanted them to have. And I was like, what is it? Like, and you know, at working for somebody and for a company, your, your hands are pretty much tied. You can only do so much, right? You can only offer so much. You can only help so much. Like there, it, you know, you're, you're pretty limited to so much that you can do, especially outside of it. So I knew that when I started something of my own, there was something more. And the reason I say that I didn't feel like women were having the breakthrough was like they were working hard, but they weren't seeing the results. And and it, it started making me wonder like, okay, what is happening, right? Like I didn't, let me just say, I didn't really understand because I had not really, like I know I went through, you know, my, my transition and everything in recovery as an athlete. I was a trainer at the time too when I was getting clean from active addiction and so, yeah, there was a shift and, and, uh, but I was wondering like, why are women really not seeing results? And then guess what happens? You know, I have my daughter, uh, I had postpartum depression. I start getting all this weight. Um, I start eating my emotions. I start just really, really like, you know, not taking care of myself. And so I truly feel like I was put in a place where I can finally understand exactly what it was that moms were going through what it was that they were feeling what it was that they were struggling with like I got to be taken to that place everything that they talk about as a mom the postpartum depression the weight gain you know the the inability to feel like you can do anything you know it it was just so hard like the mental fog was so real the pain was so real I just felt so much that I was like wow you know like something has to like so I have to do something different right so when I came back this time I remember thinking like I'm gonna do something different right I'm gonna cater to moms I'm gonna cater to that woman that I was that mom that I was just a couple years ago sitting there not even a couple years ago this was just last year you know that mom that was struggling that really felt she who, who somebody who was once so driven and so on fire for life that all of a sudden I couldn't do anything, you know, I didn't feel like I could be myself, you know, and I, for the first time, I remember not being able to recognize me, you know, and so I just want to really touch on these because I feel like they all fall into one another. So I said there was four of them and there's actually an order for me. And let me tell you why there's an order, because I realized that until I started having breakthroughs in these different areas and in these orders, I really started 
to see the changes. And so let me tell you, let me tell you before I, I name all four of them, let me tell you that for the longest time I had been beating myself up about my eating and about not losing weight. And I was like, I can't do it. And it's because I can't stop eating. It's because I can't this, I can't that. And it wasn't that, you know, I couldn't stop eating. It wasn't, I mean, obviously those were the obvious symptoms, but the truth was that there was so much more going on internally, mentally, spiritually, that was truly affecting the physical. And so maybe you're in a place right now where you're like, man, you know, I really feel like I work hard. I do this or or I'm struggling just to even get up to start the physical part, you're trying to jump all the way over. And let me tell you, not until you line up the other three will you really see the breakthrough in the physical. And I'm telling you this through life experience, through my own experience, it wasn't until I had these breakthroughs that now I'm seeing the fruits of my work and the work that I've done internally, spiritually, mentally, physically, I mean, uh, emotionally, that I'm seeing the breakthroughs in the physical. So there is an order. And the order is first spiritual, then emotional, then mental, and then physical. And you're probably like, what? <laughs> you're going to be surprised. So let me let me start first. So I said number one is spiritual. So it wasn't until I got to my root, right? I had to figure out who I was. So For so long, we chase and we chase. We try to chase things that don't align with who we are right? Trying to chase the next trend, the next social platform, the next, you know, whatever, right? Trying to be the new, we want to go viral, whatever it is, right? Like I'm just saying caught up in what's going on today. We want to be in the next debate and whatever's happening politically and, you know, whatever's going on with COVID, anything, we get caught up in all that, right? Get caught up in, and I, I like to call it, we get distracted. We get really distracted, right? Well, I just really want to share with you that it wasn't until I started getting grounded in the identity of who I was and not who Monica says I was, because if I depended on who I said I was, I wouldn't get far because the way I viewed myself was worthless, inadequate. I'm not enough. I'll never be this. I'll never do that. Right. I'm always just going to be this because above me, my family was this and the generation was that. Right. So I'm always going to criticize myself. I'm always going to see myself less than inferior to others, right? I'm always going to compare. And it really wasn't until I really started on my journey of spiritual growth and I really started understanding my identity and who God says I am, right? And let me tell you, you were made in the likeness and image of God. So if you were made in the likeness and image of God, that talks about in the beginning of the Bible, right? In Genesis, he talks about we were made in his likeness and image, so if we're made in his likeness and image, then why do we continue to operate as if we're not good enough, right? And let me tell you why, because it's the way we view God. So until we start understanding and getting that foundation right of how we view God, and if you're still viewing God as punishing, as you don't believe in him and whatever, right? And I'm not here to tell you you're right. Like, I'm not here to condemn you for what you believe. Let me tell you, I've been there before. I've been there where I didn't believe I didn't, you know, well, if God, you really love me, then why do you do this? God, why don't you take me? Those were, that was my thinking about God back then, you know? And so it wasn't until I started understanding and truly knowing how God viewed me and how much God loved me and that God isn't punishing and that God doesn't do these things to us, right? These are the things that we have been given free will on this earth. And a lot of things that happen are 
not everything, right? Because I know tragic things happen, but there are some things that are in our control that we still continuously like play a part in, right? Like for example, the toxic relationships, the ones that continuously hurt us, abuse us, the things that we keep going back to the drugs, right? We, we, you know, we were mad at God for doing it, but we're the ones still putting the drugs in our body, right? And, and that's where I was. Like I'm saying, I'm not here to tell you that you're right. I mean, that you're wrong. I'm here to tell you that that's where I was. And it wasn't until I got rooted and I started really understanding my identity and who God says I am, right? How much authority I truly carry, how much ability that I really have, that you really have. And it's not until you really get grounded in that, that you're really going to be able to start healing. And I, when I, when I first got that understanding, like when I truly was like, you know, cause I believed in God, but I didn't understand God. And I'm not saying that I understand him fully now. I'm just saying I didn't understand what he saw about me. I always thought, well, you know, you can't even get to know him because, you know, it's just too much. Like nobody does, right? Or, or, you know, he's just punishing. That's what everybody says. That's across the board. And it wasn't until I really started, you know, you know, I for me, I, I, I was blessed to have a sponsor that is really grounded spiritually and led me to the church that I go to today where... It's like a church I've never been to. You know, it's crazy to even call it church because it's just so, um, it's, they're so knowledgeable and so loving. Like you just, I've never, ever felt judged at my church. Like, and that's hard to say. Like I, and a lot of the times I'll feel that way about it. And I'm like, wait, nobody's making you feel this way. Nobody has ever made you feel judged. Like you, ju I judge myself, right? Like I'm real hard on myself, but I felt, I have felt nothing but love at this church. And they're the ones that are teaching us about, you know, stop being so judging and condemning of others. Stop that, right? Stop doing that to ourselves. Stop doing to us what God never does to, to us, right? Like, stop beating ourselves. Stop thinking we're not enough. We're not doing enough. We'll never be enough. We need to stop thinking that way because God doesn't even think that way, right? Stop being so unforgiving because God forgives you. God is a loving and forgiving God, so why can't we be that, right? So it really starts to teach me about, I mean, I really started to learn about who I was, the authority I carried, and how loving God truly was, right? So that area is still a work in progress for me. I'm still learning and really trying to develop my my consistent routine of prayer and, you know, my meditation or whatever it is that I do, my writing, my, you know, studying and trying to learn more about what God thinks about me. And so it's just, you know, a continuous thing. It's a journey, you know. I, I'm okay with knowing that there's not a final destination. Like, I want to continue working and always growing and evolving and getting to know God on a different level, right? The second one is the emotional. So on the emotional aspect, I know that for me, there were some things I had to take a look at. There was an episode that I did where I talked about your areas that, you know, I talked about your fears and the different areas that I really take a look at. And I truly feel that, you know, some of the biggest things I had to look into to help me in the emotional aspect was like, what really drives me? Like what fears really drive me or may, or push me and back me up in a corner to want to make some impulsive decisions, right? Or want to make decisions based on fear where I'm not thinking clearly. And so I really had to take a look at my behavior patterns, at the way the belief systems, at the way that I, I viewed and thought about the world and the things around me how I view motherhood, how I view parenting, how I view relationships, how I view God, how I view others, how I view other women, what I think about business, everything, right? What I think about addiction, like 
everything had to be put on the table, had to be taken a look at, had to get inventoried so that I could really know what it is that drives me. And, you know, taking a look in these areas has really been, it, it, of course, it seems scary. It's emotional. It seems like it's a lot. But the truth is that there's just so much beauty and blessings to being able to get that freedom on the other side. And let me tell you, when I started handling the emotional part, because what do we do when we're emotional? You know, we tie a lot of things to emotions. Remember I shared earlier in this episode where I was just talking about the physical part, the emotional part that makes us feel like, why can't I, you know, why, why couldn't I stop eating? Why can't I do this? Well, you're, you're suppressing, you know, a lot of the things emotionally we suppressed a lot. We suppressed from when we were little. We suppressed from when we were hurt, from when we were traumatized, when we were abused. You know, we, we suppress. And when, when we suppress, what happens? We feel we start trying to find a way to cover those emotions, whether it's through eating, through smoking, through gambling, through drugs, through anything. That's where all of that starts coming in, right? The addiction gets produced. We start trying to find something to change how we feel. The behaviors, we start cheating. We start lying. We start doing all these things to cover us up from what we're really trying to uh, dig deep into, right, and feel. So emotional is really important because it really is the driving force. But again, the spiritual comes first because once we start getting grounded in the identity of who we are, the emotional, we can start really countering and throwing, um, not throwing, that sounds terrible, uh, really shifting our emotions to prayer, to God, and really turning things over to him to guide us in these areas. And so I had to learn a lot through that about my emotions, what drives them, and who is the authority I turn them to. And for me, I turn them to God, right? So emotional is the second one. The third one is the mental. So again, when we're really emotional, right? I'm going to tie you back to that second one real quick. When we're really emotional, we allow our feelings and our emotions to really drive us into making some impulsive decisions, whether that's picking up the drugs, the food, um, you know, having the affairs, doing the things we shouldn't be doing. It really drives us into like this, like I said, back us into this corner where it's like, are we going to feel the feelings or are we going to go and do something to change the way we feel? So I really feel that when we get caught in this area, um, that really affects our mindset. We're really not thinking clearly. You know, we allow our feelings to really dictate what we're thinking and make our decisions based on that. So I truly feel when we start healing those emotional things, those that, that baggage, that wreckage that we had from our past, I truly feel like mentally we can start making some better decisions. Like mentally our mind gets right. We start to shift it in different places. Like for me today, I know that just because I get the thought that, you know, there's a there's a more beautiful woman than me. Just because I get the thought that there's a, a, you know, that my man thinks there's another woman that could be attractive. It doesn't mean that I, you know, my man is cheating, right? Like old Monica would have thought that way. And just by the way, I don't ever like, I hardly think like that because my, my thinking is so different. But just a few years ago, when there was a beautiful woman around, my thinking would go to like, is he looking? You know, I would look at him to see if he was looking. Does he look in her way? You know, she's beautiful, whatever. My thinking used to go there. And I'm grateful to say that, like, I'm not that woman today, right? But again, I say that to say that our think, our, my emotions used to drive my thinking, right? There was a beautiful woman. And instead of being like, wow, there's a beautiful woman, an admirable woman, my thinking was right away, my emotions were tied to the mental that my man is looking, right? So you see how it all ties together. And so I really feel that when we get those emotions in check, when we turn them over to God, when we really start to trust in him and turn them over that we can 
be free from these things, these these ways of thinking, these ways of behaving. Like, there really is so much hope and freedom for us. There truly is. I truly, truly feel that we can all be healed in these areas and really thrive and be better women and better mothers, right? And so why the emotion ties to that mental? So then now I'm having to learn and, and really develop that maturity and that discipline that even though my emotions are telling me one thing, I got to really learn how to pivot and shift my thinking that just because I feel this doesn't mean this is my reality, right? So next time you're feeling that way, right? So now, for example, let's say there's a beautiful woman. Maybe she's a waitress or something, right? My thinking now doesn't go there. I can compliment. I can acknowledge there's a beautiful woman in the room um, and that I know today that just because there is one doesn't mean that my man wants to leave me for that reason, right? So the thinking shifts. The maturity comes in. Now because I know better, because I'm more secure in myself and I'm secure in who I am and what God says I am, that I don't have to go and revert to that broken little girl mentality, right? I'm a woman today that's recovering from all of that old baggage and thinking, and that's not who I am, right? So I'm telling you to say that all you see how it ties, spiritual, emotional, mental, they all tie together to help us be a better person. All right, last one is physical. Probably the one you're like, I'm waiting for that one too, right? But you see how all these tie together? Because now I'm just saying, let's tie it to the physical, Okay, so now we're getting to the place where let's say you're trying to and and this is fitness, but it's not just fitness. There's so many other areas, right? And I, you know, off the back of my head, I can just think of like fitness, being active with your kids, being able to do things like really wanting to pursue and do things in your life. And when you when I say fitness, don't think that I'm talking about having like a six pack and all these crazy muscles. Fitness just means being healthy, taking care of yourself you know, having a normal, ex- you know, having an exercise routine, really taking care of yourself, like your goals, everybody's goals are different. Not everybody wants a six pack. I don't care to have a six pack. If I get one, cool. But that's not like crazy what I'm shooting for, right? I, I, I'm fit because I work out and I get fit because I love what it does to me. I love how I feel. I love that I'm a better mom, a better partner. I'm in a better mood when I work out. But see, a part of that was in order for me to like really start to see results like I'm seeing today, there was a lot of things that I had to backtrack into. In the beginning of the episode, I talked about how I would train moms and our women and I would be like, I don't understand why they're not having breakthroughs. Why are they not losing weight? What is going on? The truth was that they weren't getting breakthroughs because they probably were struggling with all of these that I'm saying, right? And maybe not the spiritual, right? Or, or you know, there could be one, but you see the domino effect, you know, it, it could have led back to that, right? To that spiritual part. It could have led back to I'm emotionally eating or I'm eating my feelings because of this. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't walked through it myself. I walked through it. I went through there. I gained a lot of weight, a lot of weight. And I have pictures on my Facebook in the mom's group and on my personal page of my transformation. This is as a trainer. Let me tell you guys, this is as a personal trainer for multiple years. I too you know, again, I'm not exempt, right? I went through it too. I ate my emotions. I was hurting. I was trying to suppress the pain. And so I was eating them and eating them and covering the feelings and suppressing them with more things and not wanting to get up and exercise. But see, I couldn't get up and get that drive because mentally and emotionally, I wasn't right. And most importantly, I wasn't right spiritually. I was not right with God. I wasn't right with 
God was right with me. I wasn't right with him, right? I couldn't get my mind right and wrapped around how much he loved me. I kept thinking I was worthless and I was a piece of crap, right? Should know better. I kept beating myself up with the bat, right? And people would tell me, love yourself. You can't hate yourself into a new body, right? Like that's what I've learned today. I cannot hate myself into a new body. I have to love myself through it. I have to be willing to go through the healing process so that I can be a better person. But it starts with me acknowledging first that, I'm struggling, right? And so maybe this is where you're at. Maybe this is where you're at. So let's get to the root. Let's start with that spiritual part, right? Where are you rooted and grounded in? What do you think about yourself still? Is it tied to what God says about you? Or are you still tying yourself like you're not good enough? Do you still think I'll never be enough? What do you tell yourself? Let's rewrite the stories that you've been telling yourself. Because up until this point, you have a choice to keep living the same story that was told to you back when or you can rewrite a new story and help your children rewrite a new story in their lives right because think again now that their your children are living based on the story you've been writing for them this whole time so you have the ability to turn that story around is it going to be a good one right because you have that ability to use the pain everything you went through as a testimony, as an experience to grow and be better. But I truly feel that until we start really with the roots of the spiritual part of how God views us, how we view God, the belief systems, it's all going to be that domino effect to help us do and be better. So I say that to say that because I've been able to work, get grounded in my relationship with God, work on the emotional part, shift my mindset in the way that I think, even when I don't feel good, right? I don't act on things that even though my mind tells me I want to act on them, I don't do it, right? I get up and I have to do the discipline things about my physical part. Like those are the things that help me be able to be a better person and stay consistent in my fitness. Even when I don't want to eat the, the vegetables, when I don't want to, you know, drink the water, I do it, right? That's the discipline I'm talking about, the mental one that helps me tie to the physical one. Because if I was just skipping the mental, the emotion, you know, all of that, the emotions would be telling me, oh, you worked out today so you can still go eat all those cookies and all that fast food. That's what the old emotional part would keep telling me, right? Eat your feelings, suppress them, self-sabotage. That's where, you know, that thinking has to really, really think. Like today, don't get me wrong, and when I say that, I still have sweets. I still enjoy pizza, right? I was, I'm, I'm from San Antonio. You know, now I live in the South Side, but I grew up in the East Side. I love mini tacos. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie that. I'm not going to suppress that. I still have my mini tacos, right? But I still work out. I still eat the fruits. I still take care of myself. I do things in moderation. I don't go to the taco truck like the dope house anymore at late at night again like I used to, right? I started using the taco truck as like the dope man. It was so crazy. But I eat things in moderation. Make healthier choices. You know what? If I eat bad today, okay, then I don't have to. Uh, just because I eat bad. Oh, my son's there. Hold on. All right, and we're back. <laughs> my son opening the door. I had to come hide in the garage. Oh, my God, just because my kids don't let me uh, record. So, yeah, mama's hiding in the garage real quick. But, yeah, um, back to what I was saying. So, I eat things in moderation. I can still enjoy the food. I don't deprive myself. I don't binge. Oh, because now, you know, I, my thinking is so different. And so, sometimes I think about the things I used to tell my clients years back. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope I get an opportunity to retell them different things and what I've learned, right? Because I'm learning and growing and evolving, right? I'm not the same trainer I was just a few years ago, you know? So I'm a whole different person, a different woman, a different trainer. Uh, I have, I feel like I have a lot more compassion and love because I was there and I wanted people to have love and compassion for me for where I was at, right? 
And uh, especially with the knowledge I had, like I'm knowledgeable in exercise, right? But I was really struggling with the emotional part. I really just could not get myself around to understanding why I do what I do. So now that I just shared these things with you, I just really want you to think about those, pray on that, pray on that area. And if you're really struggling with like building that relationship with God, like there, you know, I just encourage you to pray, you know, just talk to God, pray, really, really try to get in alignment with this area because I really feel like everything else falls into place. And so that's the advice I got for you today. So again, I'm going to recap those four. The first one is spiritual, second is emotional, third is mental, and fourth is physical. These are the four areas that I really encourage you to take a look into to help because they all come together. It's not just one and the other. You know, if I had to pick one that's the most solid, it's the spiritual. And that's why it's in order for a reason, right? And it helps align the other three. So again, mamas, I bless you and I hope you have a wonderful day. Hope this episode reaches you in great timing and have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you.